0: his little teeth. Oh.
1: I went live, live, Molly. We're live now. Okay. (laughs) Molly's just ranting about
0: his little macaroon. (laughs) His little seatbelt.
1: We are here. This is the show, episode number four. We're talking about The Mandalorian, Chapter 12. uh, And this one's titled The Siege. Like always, we have some more guests joining us, more friends. And today we are joined by Nick from Ad At Chat and Matt and Sean from all the way over in Australian Australian? Australian. Australian. They're from the future.
2: In oh, Australian.
1: So everybody. <laughs> good, good day.
3: Good day. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Nice yeah. to see ya. Nice to see all of you. How's uh, the future nice to see you
0: guys. first of all?
3: I'm <laughs> uh, tiring. Mm. Mm, I am.
4: Exhausting. Weather's nice. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are. You said you were in like in summer now, and I'm like,
3: it's like 36 yeah. degrees outside.
2: <laughs> yep.
3: it's 36 degrees here, but in the proper temperature measurement. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> yeah, you lost all us. Right.
1: <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna get into this episode. Uh, we're gonna talk about it for about half an hour and try to hit all of our uh, high points and theories and everything. Uh, And at about 30 minutes in, we will start taking some questions from the chat. If you want, you can go ahead and get your question in the queue through Super Chat, and we will start with those. Uh, But let's just dive into it. What did everyone think of this episode? Nick, let's start with you.
4: Uh, Wow. Yeah, I would say probably my second favorite so far out of this whole season. And I got to say, like, beyond this acute stuff, I think because of the way it ended, it just makes me want to keep rewatching it. Cause now I can't stop thinking about like, what does this all mean? Which I, I know we'll get into, but it just left me on such a high. So right now, maybe because of doing factor, I'm just super amped
5: up on this episode. So yeah. Sean, how are you feeling? Oh yeah, no, I loved it. I thought it was a great, um, it had a real kind of eighties vibe to it, which I really Ooh. like. um, I was saying to Matt, like, the the scene where they kind of flew off the thing and it was, like, the cockpit where they were all screaming. I was like, yeah, that's it's very Goonies, very Indiana Jones. <laughs> like, it, it was very, you know, I had to watch that in the cinema when I was a kid. And, um, yeah, no, I really liked it. I thought it just had pace. And it, it sort of felt like it was going to be something that wasn't – was just going to be a little self-contained thing. And then it's actually just blown up into this huge thing. So, yeah, very exciting. Bye totally agree uh i think a lot of
1: people were expecting this to be like a self-contained adventure of the week mm. and I, I think it mostly was but they still did a good job of balancing the self-contained part with hey let's answer some questions tease some new stuff uh matt how are you feeling
3: yeah good really good i was a little um i was kind of lukewarm on it last night and then re-watching it today like that really sort of settled down it's one of the few episodes that have been that way like some of them i've Rewatched and gone "Mm -hmm," and it felt kind of the same and the ones that i really liked just stayed the same as well but this one uh yeah i would say doubled in enjoyment yeah really loved it really loved it how many times have you watched it so far i'm on like number three (laughs) Uh, only twice (laughs) only twice did it just finished it with the uh audio description like the the descriptive audio that's really cool like it lets you sit there just taking notes and just it's like listening to an audio that's, book. It,
1: that's something I had never considered. I saw Eckerd Slatter. I've never tweet, done that. Yeah, yeah. Eckerd Slatter tweeted, "Hey, maybe use that on that last scene." And I did that. It was like, "Oh my god, they actually reveal like extra
4: details." <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. If we, I was like, "We're going to get to that." I was like, "I don't you know," because I saw uh, that too. Yeah.
1: Molly, Wait, we have to go you... back
3: and watch them all.
4: Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you think, Molly?
0: I I, I loved the this episode. Um, every Friday morning, I you will usually sleep in while Alex gets up early to watch the episode so I've been asking him every morning or every Friday morning is it a banger <laughs> uh, last week's was like yes definitely go watch it right now Today he was like uh yeah yeah I I think there's some really good stuff in there but when I watched it, I agree the the pacing was really good there was a lot of. Uh, good comedy, and we got to see Gideon, which was cool. I was like, just waiting to see what Gideon was up to, where he was. Uh, so, and his and we got to go so back iconic. to huh.
4: I was gonna say his cue is so iconic to me now. Yes, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, God, yes. yeah.
0: It's, that, it's, that, that like wicked smile on his face.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it's like the doom. It's like it's like the new Imperial March to me. It's like da 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 da. Every time yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's all good. It's good. We, we
1: usually kind of like forget to talk about the music until the end. I'm glad someone brought it up like right away. Cause it just has become an assumption that like, obviously the music's great. Ludwig's great. And we all know it.
0: Yeah. I, I heard a couple of people say things about the music. One person said that you can, you could hear the resistance March briefly when Kara mm. uh, yeah. and. Yeah, that's right. New Republic yeah. guy are talking.
3: Super subtle. It's super subtle, and it felt like there was maybe a bit of Leia's theme in there too. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Makes sense. Maybe they're pushing him to just explore more of the tapestry and see if,
4: since they're they're going towards the Jedi, and kind of stuff like that. Now they're going to start maybe tapping into the the Williams. Who knows? Maybe That'd be interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I the Will. I ams <laughs> the Will. I am <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas are going to start taking over. <laughs> um, I I do think that as this episode has sat with me over the course of the day, and I've watched it twice as well, my first uh, watch, I was like, yeah, it really leaves you with a big cliffhanger and I definitely liked all of the stuff that they were teasing. At first, I thought that it was a little over the top, kind of cheesy. I still think some of the acting is, but um, I I just started thinking of it as kind of a theme park ride, and it that was based off of something that Molly said, uh, in season one and chapter seven, um, Molly, I want you to share that because I, I think it's hilarious.
0: <laughs> oh, it, it was from the part where we see grief Karga pop up as a, um, a hologram, uh, in the razor crest. And he's very, uh, boisterous. And he's like, if you're seeing this message, then you n- might know that I'm <laughs> alive. Yes. And I, I like this, <laughs> Yeah,
4: <so>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does the chest out. It's so funny.
0: And I, I said it sounded like something you would see or hear right before going on a ride in a theme park. It was Absolutely. very. It, yeah, it just yeah. reminded Hello, me of something. Hello, adventurers! Like yeah,
4: brave right <laughs> enough to see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
4: It's such a funny observation. I never thought of that. But then,
1: like, <laughs> I so had weird. that in my head. Now, every time I see Grief Karga, that's in my head. And so then watching this, I was like, th- okay, he's directing this episode. And I just couldn't yeah. stop thinking about it as a theme park ride where, uh, you, Sean, you were talking about the Goonies and that mm. that shot where they go off. I was like, that's Star Tours. Like, you're yes. riding around in that cockpit yeah. thing. And then even later on when they're doing the dogfight, Yoda puts his hands up like he's riding a roller coaster. <laughs> and that then- whole
4: sequence was amazing. Yeah, Like, yeah. I love how it ends too. I like... He just pukes. And he's like, like, Mando's like, hold on. Like, kind of like, I got to clean up my yeah. son. Yeah. Like, he uses he his, his own, <laughs> own-
2: <laughs> Yeah, but his cape. <laughs> Molly, yeah. you even pointed
4: out that uh, Carl Weathers tweeted,
1: like, enjoy the ride. Or he called his episode a ride. And I was yeah. like, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It, it kind of made me like it even more. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it took some of that I, cheese yeah. factor that I initially thought. And I was like, no, they're just having a lot of fun making a Star War in it. I like it. I dig yeah, it.
0: Yeah. You, you could really tell that Carl Weathers had a ton of fun directing this episode and he did great directing the child uh, and himself. Just, yeah, the, his, just, the way he, he oh, no <laughs> oh,
2: I
1: just I, I had to put that one image in here. Cause that, that to oh, me I looks like it. a man that
4: they're all like his grandparents. So it's like yeah. grandpa, Nina, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I
1: well, feel people- like funny. he I feel like he forgot to say cut. He's just like so happy to <laughs> see that child and hold it and he just walks off.
0: People are finally <laughs> starting to speak directly to the child in this show the way that yeah. someone would in real life like, "Oh my god, look at him."
3: And <laughs> like <you> Werner. <laughs> yeah. It's like they oh, they carried that on and I was like do what he did. He's just been talking to this child like off camera for hours and it's gold. Like, use it. Just use it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so I wanna go through some of the episode a little bit, uh, and we'll we'll keep just talking about the child, and we'll start off with the the baby fixing the ship, or at least trying to. Uh I loved that opening scene.
0: Yeah, that baby was yeah. trying to trying his best to play among us and <laughs> Mando was, was getting a little sus. It
4: reminded <laughs> me of like, so I I have two kids. So as a dad, it just made me think of like when I'm trying to teach them to do something or like just hold the spoon. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Nope. Oh, 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 it's all over you now. And like it's kind of <laughs> like that whole thing. So when he was just like, oh no, like I just burst it out laughing. So I was like, this is my life. Like, this is hilarious. Have you ever shoved um, one of your children in a wall to try no, to? not yet. Well, <laughs> You know, we'll see. Um, but I also love that scene because, you know, if you've seen some of my stuff, I love The Last Jedi. Uh, I love that scene where BB-8 just drops into the X-Wing and we just get to yeah. see the innards of things. Like, I, I love yeah. that kind of stuff, like Brazil weirdness. Um, so seeing that again, even though it was Baby Yoda, like almost electrocuted, I was like, this is cool to see yeah. the innards of the ship.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice, I guess, it's nice getting something that's a little bit more kind of hands-on and a little bit rough, but also I like just seeing that the baby has some decent comprehensive, like comprehension skills. Like he, he can understand colors at the very least. And I, that yeah. was kind of new info to me. I was like, oh, cool. Like, this we now is... know that their species is not colorblind. you right. Yeah. Yes. And he's <laughs> learned and something cool. in 50 years, you know. Like, <laughs> sure, he can't speak, but he can at least understand something. Good. That's, that's 50 years used well, you know.
4: Yeah. It didn't so tender. He's like, that one. Yeah. That <laughs> one. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that one. No, that one. <laughs> that's so funny.
2: <laughs> he's
0: you could see kind of the wheels turning in his head as he's holding both because he's like looking at one he's like got it looking at the other one yeah got it
2: yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> sorry good oh so good
1: uh i want to touch on navarro going back there seeing it kind of in a new light uh not so much scum and villainy anymore it's an actual town uh I really loved seeing the school. I mostly the thing I loved most was seeing the statue of IG Eleven
5: uh, in the town square. Uh, what, what did everyone think of that sequence? Oh, I didn't see the Pride. statue until I watched the Screen Crush Easter Eggs video afterwards. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I, think I was too." Yeah, I, I was very much surface, just not really paying attention, just watching people moving. But yeah, no, yeah, I thought I it only was great. A second viewing.
4: Um, I, I thought it was nice. I, I miss IG Eleven so oh yeah i was like we, we get him for that one brief second nice uh you know but i had a, I think it's a good way to
3: commemorate him so when i was driving this morning yeah. we need a quill, a quill statue yes <laughs> maybe oh, he was there as well. like i was driving this morning and and taking my partner to the osteopath and on on that route they've got one of those wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube mans
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: I've memorized that, by the way. Um, <laughs> wacky waving inflatable unflailing flailing tube man. Um, so, yeah, I saw that. And as I drove past, I got, I just, my brain went IG-11. And that's, I think, the next thing I want to see. I want to see IG-11 become, yeah, just like this, this like almost local pop culture thing, not just like the statue in Tribute. But yeah, I want to see him like in, in shop windows, be like going, we've got the best bargains and all sorts of like really <laughs> crazy stuff like that. I would just love to see that sort of thing in the background. Well, you can get really you funny. can get
1: him in as a cosmetic item in Star Wars Squadrons, so uh, I imagine yes. that there there is something of him being sold somewhere.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I like to think that grief and Kara kind of like agreed to have that commissioned and and put up in the in the town square, it yeah, in memory of him.
4: And <laughs> uh, he so, saved he saved all their butts, so yeah. Yeah, one of the most epic scenes in the series, arguably. I think yeah. maybe though this episode of the the scout troopers dropping in that that might have taken over that scene for me in terms of just sheer epicness. You I mean so the bikes?
3: Right. Yeah, the bikes. Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were Sean and I were talking about that. Like, yeah that 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 dirt bike feeling that you get. Like, could be Sean. What did you say? It was like Mad Max. I was thinking okay. like almost a Bond
5: yeah kind of a classic Bond where he ends up having to inevitably every couple of movies ski and someone's coming (laughs) after him in other skis or on like snowmobiles or whatever but yeah very very Fury Road like that scene in Fury Road where they're being chased by the bikes and all that Um, but I like the fact that like when they kind of the scout troopers came down a couple of them just completely just wiped out yeah at first I was like oh they
4: all died and then I watched it again I was like oh no wait no he's just rolling he's okay you know (laughs) Like Jesus, like this is violent. Because every now and then, like my son might run down. Like this morning, he watched. He was not watching it, but like he ran in. I was like, that scene was happening, and I was like, oh my god, did he just see somebody die? And then I rewatched it. And I was like, nope, we're good. Oops, uh, not
3: turning this on in the morning anymore. So, <laughs> I think there's like but, yeah. two quite safe deaths in that, and they're. Uh, I think I was watching it this morning, going, "Oh, they're actually like really for a Disney thing. Like they're pretty." full on like you know when Kara smashes one into the side and like you see the shot of like he's in and then the um yeah the the gun turret at the top of the, yeah. the marauder I was mm-hmm. like oh like yeah a couple of, both of those times I was like ouch
1: they've done oh. a lot of like off-screen violence stuff where you're like you know enough
4: that you know what happened and it's bad yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. Sound design, the sound design is enough where you're like oh yeah that hurts <laughs> yeah
2: there um, were
0: I felt like there were so many cool just callbacks to the original trilogy with the stormtrooper dialogue um yeah the the spear bike guys felt very indoor to me. There was a couple of sh- like close up shots of their foot hitting that pedal. Yeah. and I feel like that's a shot from Return of the jedi mm-hmm. and uh, all the shots of, of like the targeting computers and everything, it felt mm. very original trilogy to me. Yeah. it's yeah. funny. Yeah. I
4: was saying earlier uh, when I was like, just talking about it on a, like a Twitter DM, I was like very, a new hope to me. Um, it just reminded me of like, at least the little part with like them, just like with that, with the tie fighters and all that, and they have like the classic banter where they're like, what are you doing back there? Do something. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, yeah, I got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, this is awesome.
3: Well, you, The uh,
4: infiltration
1: is very A New Hope as well. Yeah. Uh, and mm. you have the callback to the tractor beam thing. Yep. I, which I loved that line of like, there's no so guardrail there's, here. There's
0: no railing here.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's oh, so hard. Wow. It's, it's so hard. Finally, hard.
0: finally <laughs> someone uh, points that out in yeah. the universe. <laughs> it's <laughs> so very awesome. unsafe.
3: Painfully funny. The metro, you know,
4: I liked him a lot more this episode than I I did did the first one. I can't explain why, I just did, you know. I
2: don't yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, he's kind of everyone, isn't he? Like, I mean like the audience surrogate. Yeah, He, he says all the stuff that if you were in that environment in that situation and you weren't just like packing yourself from being so scared of everything going on around you, and this was just regular. You'd say all those things. You'd be thinking all those things, whether you'd have the personality to say it out loud, like him, but you'd be thinking, where's this card? I was like, my speeder. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I just want to sit in my car. I do that all the time. I'm just like, oh, I, yeah, I lost well, okay. it when
4: he like, Psst. that was so funny to me. I was like, what just happened? What does this mean? Is it, was that the musk? Like, is that what, just, yeah, yeah. I don't
2: know.
4: <laughs> that was, I anything about the mithril biology. So I was like, what? It was so funny. I want to get into
1: one of two, the first of two of our speculation time questions. First, let's go. We were talking about the infiltration. So we found out that they were trying to extract blood with a high M count, uh, obviously metachlorians, to transfuse into some subjects. Uh, We don't know why yet. Seen a lot of theories thrown around already about Snoke, Palpatine, making force sensitive armies or something. Mm -hmm. um my theory is that moff gideon himself wants to try to become force sensitive but what's what's everyone thinking Mm
3: -hmm. who wants to start (laughs) i'll go i'll go so i thought snoke i thought maybe not snoke it himself but you know precursors to snoke whatever whatever snoke is like is i'm not sure alex molly i'm sure that you can answer this as has Snoke been named as a real person in Canon or was he always just a creation? Uh, I believe he was always a
1: creation. And I'm taking that from Palpatine saying I made Snoke. I do think he literally made Snoke.
3: Yeah. So, so if that's, if these are like, you know, experiments or examples or whatever, like they've got to start from somewhere, maybe I'm thinking kind of like, you know, Prometheus and like the, the travelers and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Like they've got to start somewhere. So maybe uh, actually, no, forget that line of line of thought. Uh, the thing that's really striking though is uh, Dr. Pershing. What does he say? He says the volunteer. He doesn't say volunteers plural. So like throw that back mm-hmm. to someone else. What do you, what do you think <laughs> that means?
5: Well, Ooh. then it might just be a case of like, on a case-by-case basis, the volunteer, yeah. so, like whoever the volunteer is at that particular experiment, rather than there being a a singular volunteer, it's like the subject at, at, of this experiment. But then mm. each each subject is a different thing. If that makes any sense,
0: I could also see the empire calling them volunteers when they're really not actually volunteers. <laughs> yeah. Volunteers, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
5: Well, volunteer. yeah. yeah. just po- just
4: poaching people from Navarra when they need uh, somebody. um i i I don't think it like really necessarily is gonna link to all that stuff i i feel like what's happening is like i i I do feel like moff gideon wants to somehow be force sensitive because i think we're gonna find out that he has some sort of like sort of kylo renish obsession with the dark side and Mm. maybe with darth vader himself since he kind of appears to dress like him kind of sort of i guess um cape and all that he's like you know um but, but beyond that, I kind of feel like he's trying to breed a super soldier sort of elite being that he can just quickly replicate. And it seems like it just keeps going horribly wrong. Uh, and we saw all those tubes, you know, and deformed people. Everybody's going to be like, oh, it looks like Snoke or it looks like this. So it's real easy to to jump to that, I think. So that, that's why I don't think it's any of that stuff.
0: Yeah, um, I I didn't think about Snoke at all in this episode. I was just like, I don't think... Mandalorian is gonna connect with Snoke. That just it, it, maybe that's just something I don't want to happen. <laughs> uh, I mean
1: that that's basically how I feel. Uh, I I don't want it to be a Snoke Palpatine thing. I've it's just the same thing. I always say that I really like that the Mandalorian is very largely just set on its own. I don't want it to be too wrapped up in the Skywalker saga. But I don't think the people who are crying Snoke are like there's evidence there mm, uh yeah. that they, they play the same music mm-hmm. uh yeah like the, the gregorian choir right oh, yeah. yeah but i mean people were using that when we first met snoke to be like oh well clearly he's darth Plagueis," and so that could just be dark side music it doesn't have to be mm. Snoke, but and i just eh, i don't
4: want it to be too wrapped up in episode nine
2: mm. yeah, yeah the other thing too mm. is
4: if it if it is tied to that then the mystery of this just dies I think which is what I like the most That's about what's too. happening now like I I felt like I always knew what was gonna happen next kind of was with, with, with some of the movie stuff and with this I have no idea where we're going and it feels awesome yeah uh, hmm. so if it ties into that I'll probably be really let down I'll be like ah oh, come on so
2: hmm.
3: I'd be kind of happy if it was subtle just just subtle like I I, I like this I like this idea of it being a bridging period between, you know, original trilogy and sequel trilogy. So I kind of feel like, you know, maybe it's kind of natural that there's going to be some stuff. Mm -hmm. But I like the idea more of us being able to, like, do this, just sit around and just keep it so speculative and that that it could be just... Just up to eight, it's never a full 10, you know, that says it is a Snoke! It, it yeah, yeah, just, yeah, something but like they let, let you
1: put the pieces together if you wanted to, but it doesn't, yeah, like Snoke doesn't walk out of a tube at some
4: point. It yeah. could, like, but, inform this, the site, or I don't know what you call them, the people on Exegol, the antithesis of the Octu Nuns, whatever those scientists yeah. <laughs> were,
0: the, uh, maybe en- enthusiasts,
4: yeah, maybe like something that Moff Gideon really does informs some process to them and like maybe that's a loose enough tie-in link where it's not exactly this this exact like thread through line of snoke or something hmm. so it could just inform the science of like oh we know how to make palpatine now we're good you <laughs> know yeah
5: counterpoint i want it to be snoke <laughs> okay and to be very Go. sort of um but i think I don't know, this, this might come back to get me. But I think the Snoke thing and then the troopers at the end, I think they might be two, I was the saying this to Matt before, two separate things. I don't think they're trying to... If they created four sensitive stormtroopers, that would be too far for me. That would be a smidge too far into a weird direction that I just wouldn't like. I like the idea of them making super soldiers, and I like the idea of they're also working on trying to like bring back Palpatine or bring back Sith in order to kind of get the empire back on its feet. But I don't want those two things to be the same thing. Cause that would just be mm. a bit, I don't know. I don't think I could deal with that. I think that'd just be a bit odd. Cause you're like, it's too big for something that like Matt says in the bridging period, you can't have like four sensitive, super dark troopers. Yeah. And then the force awakens happens or resistance happens. Mm. You're like, no, it's too, it's too big,
3: but mm. uh, who knows? Well, I don't know. It could be like projects from each of them, you know, like, so mm. there's that, there's that, um, officer the imperial officer that says uh something about the new order coming so like if the new order and all that is connected to the first order and therefore that's palpatine's plan so maybe that's that's the force sensitive route and then the troopers maybe are just gideon's personal pet project like that's that's him that's all him so if you know that could yeah, be something if you know if Gideon dies at the end of the show and then the troopers are all gone, then that can put it to bed before the Force Awakens. Doesn't necessarily have to bleed into anything else, maybe. I, I, th- I
1: think my hope is that it just Gideon is kind of his own guy, he, he's stayed behind, he didn't go into the unknown regions. I kind of like the idea that he is on Mandalore, like maybe he took it over because that was never part of the Republic, so I don't think the New Republic would be all mm. that like keen to go get it back like we need to protect Mm. them so he could have his own little fiefdom out there and i like this idea that he just has this hubris that he's like no i can wield the dark saber i can do this i can do that and i should be able to be force sensitive too let's figure this out i i just (laughs) think that's the the more simple Mm. answer and i i kind of like that instead of
4: like i'm trying to bring the emperor back
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that. I
4: that that is, I mean, it, sometimes the most simplest answer is the right one, right? That seems like the simplest one. And and the transfusion thing, right? Like, that's what's making me thinking or leading me to think that he does want to be Force sensitive because of the whole, like, maybe he just, like, is obsessed with the Sith and lightsabers or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It might just be that so. he just is obsessed with power. And, and like, that, yeah. Yeah.
1: It, yeah. it, it, it um, could
0: be a situation kind of, like... He himself wants to be the next emperor, the next Palpatine, basically. And he's—he mm. doesn't have a Death Star, but he's got the Dark and he's got his special. He's a psychopath. Uh, yeah. yeah, and he's—he's <laughs> he's got his uh, army of of new troopers, which are great, kind way, of, Molly. Kind of like inquisitors. Maybe he was... knew about them and was like, Ooh. "I'm going to do something similar." I was gonna say,
1: like Molly says he doesn't have a Death Star, but he does like he has an Arquidans class cruiser. Like he's a very downscaled mm. leader at this point. And yeah, I wanna I wanna before we get into uh, chat questions, I really wanna talk about the Dark Troopers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I never thought that would happen on the
4: screen and live action. Uh
2: refresh how, how, everyone's well, memories is what about the dark troopers are Dar-
4: I actually had to research this cuz I, I only knew about it <laughs> yeah. vaguely because of a game right yeah. so I was like wait what what is this again so I had to do a little bit of wikipedia today
1: i mean they're basically just imperial battle troop or uh, battle droids so it, it makes sense gideon probably doesn't have that many people uh especially if like he's not in a star destroyer he's in a light cruiser so to fill out his army, he's probably making these droids. And uh in and, and legends in the game, they were made out of this metal that was lightsaber resistant. I kind of think it would be cool yeah, was, if they were yeah, made, they made out of Beskar now.
4: Hmm. Uh, kind of swap that. Like an That's indestructible totally, force. Yeah. That yeah, that that'd be amazing. So yeah. I mean to me, I was like, they're like Cylons kind of
2: or like something yeah, like that. You know?
3: That's what I thought. Like watching it last night, as the as the it goes into kind of a wide shot, I was trying to get a good look at what they looked like, and they're not in complete focus, but their helmets. I was like, they look like old school science. Yeah. Glad yeah. someone else spotted that. <laughs> yeah, that would be so cool. That's not a knock in the
4: design already here. here. I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, true. <laughs> that's not a knock in the design. I, I love. I actually loved the shot of the the ship coming in. I i i'm the kind of guy that when i watch these shows i'm like is that the is that a practical ship because the way it 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 just did that shot the the replication of like the aesthetic of a new hope again i was like is that a real ship either way it's just so beautiful to see um and i love the whole vibe on that 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 like destroyer with the red lights behind moff Mm -hmm. uh gideon and Hmm. it's just so creepy uh yeah i love it yeah
0: Alex, that scientist guy in, like, the white uniform, uh, so with him being there, you don't think those are, uh, like, human? You think those are dr- definitely droids? Well,
1: the that was more of an engineer outfit. Like, that's what Galen Erso's engineers wore in Rogue One. So they're more, like, weapons designers. Okay. Uh, not so much, like, the guys we ran into earlier at the installation who all had, like, the Camino patch, like, Pershing.
0: Yeah. Okay.
5: See, that's what makes me think they're on two different threads. Like, it's it's like we've got to bring back the Empire, so we're just gonna have all these projects running and then try and work something out. Which, uh, (laughs) yeah. If they're
3: on two different threads, and sorry to keep harping on this, something that I like that we've seen in other Disney-era Star Wars stuff is that kind of bureaucracy and that infighting. Mm. And I think something that comes up in the Rise of Skywalker is a bit about. Kind of, like, you know, there's people in the first order that know about Palpatine and all that, and they're kind of doing his bidding. But others don't know about it, and they're just mm-hmm. going off doing their thing. Like, I, I, wouldn't mind some sort of conflict there to be coming along. It's like maybe Gideon's out of the loop of this stuff. He's trying to do his own thing. There's a few people doing this Force thing, and I don't know. I'd, I'd like, I love bureaucratic bickering. I just love it. I, that that stuff, British TV show drama, you know, like that <laughs> kind of stuff.
5: I love it. Love. It. Have you seen the movie Shin Godzilla? It's a Godzilla movie about bureaucracy. It is incredible. Wow. <laughs> wow
3: it's on my list. It's on my list it's, still. It's Never
5: it's pretty remember. amazing. It made two people I watched it with fall asleep, but it's really <laughs> <laughs> good.
3: So it's good then.
5: Like it's you know, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love it. Love it. You know, uh, 50% watching. awake rate.
1: Two fell asleep, two stayed awake. So. I, I do I like that idea that maybe Gideon is maybe he knows about. The people who are the first order, maybe he's in league with them, or maybe he's just like, No, you guys do that. It, it would be interesting to see him come into conflict with the eventual mm-hmm. enemy, or maybe like at the end of the series, maybe he doesn't get killed by the Mandalorian or anything and he runs off and he's like, Okay, first order people, I'm here now. And they're just like, Nah, and they kill him instead. <laughs>
2: that,
3: <yeah.
1: laughs> like you had your chance. He gets yeah. he gets huxed. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. That'd be great. Uh what if Rachidi Grant turned up at the end and did oh, that? Oh. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I I
5: Kennedy. Kennedy would fit perfectly into that sort of oh, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yes. a bridge between the Empire and the First Order, like those people, those older people who hate hooks because he's a tit. That
2: would actually,
4: you know what? That would actually be kind of amazing if if something along those lines happened with Gideon and his demise was kind of like like you know, darkly poetic, where they're like, you just wasted mm. your time being this warlord. And like that's it. Like just yeah. some guy that we know from the future, or whatever. It doesn't have to be from the movies, maybe from New Canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who knows? Somebody from the aftermath trilogy cool. later on. Uh, but yeah.
1: Does anyone have anything mm-hmm. they want to touch on before we get into questions?
0: Uh, I liked mm-hmm. the bit at the end with um what's what's the new republic guy's name? Carson Carson. Mm-hmm. Carson. Uh, yeah. When Carson yeah. is talking to Kara uh, and they have that little conversation about Alderon, and he's, he kind of like gives his sympathies and then he leaves her with like a, it almost looks like a medal of honor of some kind. And, you know, she, she's very much the kind of character that's like, oh, I'm, I'm just here to rough people up. And she's kind of like the marshal of the town now. But mm. I, you could tell that getting that kind of deep down meant something to her.
3: Mm. Sean, I we were if talking it's... about it, weren't we? Like the oh, sorry, Alex. No, no, you ahead. Uh, Sean and I were talking about it earlier. What
5: were we saying about like taming the West or something like that? I think with the band, yeah. And that, because I at first when she put like you say um, the medal, I thought it was like a sheriff's badge. That's I like,
1: what I think yeah. it is supposed to be. I listened to that with the audio description on, and it didn't really help me. Yeah,
3: it didn't tell.
5: <laughs> But I I similar to that, I like the thing when Carson's talking to um Carl Weathers, and Carl Weathers is just like, Yeah, beat it cop.
0: Yeah.
2: He <laughs> like, oh, even yeah. yeah, yeah. has like yeah, a little
5: yeah. notepad
1: and a pen. Like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, good.
0: like you're way out of your jurisdiction, buddy.
4: Uh huh. Yeah,
1: yeah. That
2: was to produce
4: the cops. It's so funny. That you know, that, that happened in what, episode two? The same thing. They're just mm-hmm. like yeah. all right, we'll let you go.
2: <laughs> yeah. See you next <laughs> a
4: time. Warning.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it, it would be like, really uh, cool if he's following the story as well. Like, that, that's something I wasn't expecting. Maybe that's like, okay, mm. well, cool. Now we've got these space cops that are, like, on the tail of Mando, like, trying to, trying to follow what he's up to and keep tabs on him. It could be a really cool kind of, like, Fives-esque kind of moment where, you know, someone who's connected to the good guys could reveal this sinister plot and no one listens to him. Yeah, oh, that yeah. would be that would be awesome. Hmm. Hmm.
1: I I wonder if that badge is going to come back. Like if uh, if it's something where uh Kara can like contact Carson and like call in a favor because he yeah, recognizes her as a legitimate law person or something.
0: Is that yeah. like an old school captain's medallion? Uh, where it where yeah. it gives you uh, some some kind of special treatment? Hmm.
5: Yeah, I don't free know, McDonald's or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one last thing as well. At the end when um, the Razor Crest shows up and takes out the TIE fighter, or the three TIE fighters, when it first appeared, that was uh that, that was a big sort of um, the Falcon arriving at crate vibes. Like oh, yeah, of, yeah, uh, yeah. Like yeah. one of my favorite Star Wars scenes where it's just like build, 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 and the TIE fighter just disappears. You're like, ah oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. That's good Star Wars. <laughs> you yeah. know what's
4: wild? Um, and I, I know Favreau mentioned this too, or maybe it was Filoni saying that like, because they didn't have to create the volume this time, they could put all their money into post for this season. Like all like that budget went heavily into the post. Now I find myself being like, I can't tell what is what anymore. Like everything looks so mm-hmm. real. And like, just talking about what you're talking about, like all these scenes, like the, that, that ship scene looks like it's straight out of a movie where I can't really yeah. say that about everything in season one, but this season is just, I can't tell anymore. And they're in a room. It's insane. <laughs> they, were, they were
1: definitely in season one moments where I'd be like, okay, I know this isn't a green screen, but I know it's it's not yeah. quite right. Uh, it, yeah. and, but then there were still I call it, things that I was like... Uh, I call
4: it the next generation look. Where sure. like something's a little <laughs> old hmm. school, off, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like a classic early 90s aesthetic or something. But, but I don't see that at all this
1: season. There were still plenty of scenes in season one that completely fooled me. But yeah, yeah. I feel like I have not noticed mm. a single time where I'm like,
5: oh, they're in the volume now. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that crate better. dragon thing in episode one, that whole crate dragon thing, that would be like a season finale for another show. Like that would be like the big moment that they'd like. That would be like the second to last episode in a season of Game of Thrones. Like the final, like big thing. Mm-hmm. But here, it was just like okay, so let's just open the season with this quick little adventure with a crate dragon, and then we'll keep going. <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> it's just incredible.
4: Yeah. And with Ahsoka taking out a bunch of uh, dark troopers,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. All
1: right, let's jump into some questions (laughs) here. Uh, Caleb Levermore Rich, thanks for your super chat and question. I'm confused about the timeline. The New Republic was founded right after the Battle of Endor and the Empire fell at the Battle of Jakku. When does the Mandalorian take place in regards to this? Um, As far as we know, it's five years after Endor. That's the most concrete time they've given us. But even then, I think they're trying to purposely be be a little bit vague. Mm.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I think they're giving themselves some wiggle room.
1: <laughs> well, just, I oh. see this, and I mean, I need... Thank, thanks so much, uh-huh. Hobbit <laughs> Feet Andy. Uh, no question,
3: but... <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you know which mug I'm drinking from. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> amazing. How kind. <laughs> yeah, I, I assume
1: that it's about five years. I don't know if... that They might have a little bit of wiggle room
4: there. Yeah, I've only ever heard the five mm. years after rotj as well yeah so yeah. unless they decide to change it which they can whatever <laughs> but yeah two
1: i like years before first.
4: rotj who knows I,
1: I think uh favreau at one point was like it's nine years after a new hope and everyone was like okay one two like <laughs> <trying> yeah <out>. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon uh, Dragonus prime says it's your boy. <laughs> Thanks for your super chat and question. <laughs> I imagine someone here already knows, but the audio description of the episode states that the droids at the end are dark troopers. Yes. Uh, That's cool. Very excited about that. Um, I mean, I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm, it's one of those things where I'm like, I never thought they would drag that in to this story.
0: Yeah, they uh, keep adding, adding stuff. They keep adding stuff to the show. Where, as a Star Wars fan, you're like, man, they're doing it.
2: Yeah, they're yeah, yeah, doing
0: yeah. the thing. It's the thing with the other <laughs> thing, and it's the guy. It's actually
4: really effective to get you to want to go check out other things that are like old mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, so now I'm rereading Aftermath. Yeah. I didn't like it when I was reading the book, and I was like, I love Cobb Vanth now, irrationally. <laughs> and now I need to know everything I can about him. So now I'm reading those books, and I'm like, yeah. like I don't know everything about old EU stuff but the fact that they are bringing in games and all this stuff that people are pumped about like yeah that's amazing it's like the perfect palette for everything right now
1: it feels like they're kind of fulfilling this they never made this promise but it was like a hope when they made things legends it stung at first but I was like okay they're gonna cherry pick and they're gonna pull things back in and it'll be so much fun when they do that and when it gets revealed and like that happened for Thrawn and it was amazing and I loved it it feels like it hasn't been happening as much until like now. And even, I mean, Cobb Vanth wasn't legends, but he's from a book and they're still like Mm. pulling this stuff in and it, and it is amazing. I love it.
0: Yeah. I mean, last week after seeing Bo-Katan, I went back and watched every episode (laughs) of the clone wars and rebels that she was in just because I was like, yay, (laughs) give me more.
3: Yeah, that was Did someone else cool. cry like when when her name got dropped. Like I, I just wept. I was just yeah, like, oh. yeah,
0: I got a little, little misty.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, so you know, good. The, fir- the first thing I thought was like, why doesn't she look closer to fifty? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Did, you Did you get on Twitter and get really angry about it? I got so mad, man. <laughs> she so should look old. older. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, was ruined. <laughs>
1: David Wilson, thanks for your super chat and question. Does anyone else think Boba Fett was a one and done for this season? Totally cool with it personally. Also, Baby Yoda and Baby Groot would be best buddies. Cheers. <laughs> I did absolutely <laughs> think, think of yeah, yeah. Uh, for the Baby Yoda stuff, I one hundred percent thought of the Baby Groot scene in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Two, yeah, yeah. where like get the thin <laughs> <He> brings back <laughs> yeah. a toe.
4: That's um, funny. Yeah. yeah, that's a good comparison.
1: But yeah, I do kind of think that Boba Fett might not be in the rest of this season. Uh what do you guys think?
5: Uh yeah. No, I mean there is there's rumors that there's gonna be a little uh Boba Fett miniseries being made. Mm. And I think that's yeah, that's it. I don't think he ties into this in in any well, unless he comes after his armor, I guess, but that's sort of I don't know, I just don't see it. I think that we're too far.
2: Pushing I forward think
1: he's, he's go got to come back into it at some point but my theory is that they just keep teasing him and then maybe mm, yeah. in season 5 he's finally like alright I'm here and I'm going to hurt you
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> oh, mean, yeah. I, I keep thinking that I, I want I really want to see him have a conversation with Din because we keep getting all these other outside people telling Din about Mandalorian's Mandalorian culture, what it what it is to be a Mandalorian, and I would love to see, or I would love to hear what Boba Fett has to say about that. too. yeah, then, as an outsider, uh, that's yeah. the
4: story thread I th- that I am hoping for because I actually was like, oh, I don't want, uh, do I care about Boba Fett being in this? I I'm kind of lukewarm. Me too. But um, <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm just like, okay, he is in it. That's reality now. So if they go down that route. Of being like, you're just a kid of the, you're a person of the watch, this cult. And what does that even mean for you? A person that was a cult and like, I'm just wearing this armor. You're no better, you know? So I feel like a lot of those conversations are going to happen if he comes back. And, and that's kind of what I hope. I hope it's not like a typical, like, we're in car armor. We're going to fight now. Like that'd be just hmm. too easy, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I do think he's going to come back. I don't know if it'll tie into the last four episodes of this season, I feel like it's a setup for something else, like uh, Alex was saying, or yeah. something later down the line.
0: Yeah, or next yeah. season. Yeah.
4: yeah,
1: I I agree. I I have been guessing that I think Boba Fett and Din will be at odds with each other. But yeah, I, I want them to not just fight for the sake of it. Like, I think they've done a really great job with Din and making this character who every other Mandalorian or person in Mandalorian armor that he runs into... Is like challenging his own beliefs, and I think that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually yeah.
4: true. Like, first it's the guy that's part of his own covert, just doesn't trust him because he works with Imperials. Mm-hmm. And now it's uh Clan Clan Cries. And cop mm-hmm. so, Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Ant, yeah. The best man, Probably. the best law man ever. Yeah.
3: <laughs> The first uh, time I'm actually excited about Boba Fett, like you know, here's here's how here's me winning fans in the chat room. I, hmm. I've never really liked Boba Fett, couldn't care, you know. I know that's going to make people cry, but um this is the first time. It's just like just teasing him and actually showing potentially someone that's more mature and has learned some things. Like I didn't like him in the Clone Wars at all. It just got. Got tedious watching him just do stupid, stupid. I know I liked him you know, in things. the
5: I think that was that was the first time I was into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm
3: Oh no, nah. no, nah, that's. all Amid. I was just going to complain about Amid. Boba Fett
5: some
4: more. i mid on it. I yeah. always liked him. I,
0: I was. I felt the same. Uh, Nick uh, with Boba Fett being in the show, I was like, I just, I don't see how he's going to fit. I don't, I don't want him to overshadow anything. But with the little, that one little tease, I was like okay, i I can see how they can make this work,
3: yeah, yeah, but what you said, Molly, I think's a really good a really good way to get him into it, like giving him some some other perspective on on being Mandalorian or outside of Mandalorian would be really great. Mm-hmm. um, you know, I want to see something happen by the end of maybe this season or into the next season where he deeply questions who he is and what it means to be him. and I think yeah, yeah that's a, it's a good. Good opportunity with Boba to do that.
0: I guess it you depends on sure? if we go back nope. to Tatooine.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we
0: yeah,
4: will.
3: True. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I was One gonna
4: special. say I I missed talking about this earlier. I because we're talking about like what it means to be a Mandalorian right now, but when he just kind of lifts up his mask just to drink his, his soup. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I love when like baby Yoda's like
0: Yeah, he's
4: like <laughs> what's <laughs> under there, Dad? Like what do you look like? You know, yeah. and he's like just and then they finally like sip at the same time together. But uh yeah, it's cool just like seeing these little hints of like foreshadowing the mask is gonna come off. It's gonna yeah. be mm. it's gonna be a I thing. think they
1: 100 percent did that on purpose this episode. Yeah. Where yeah. he's like, All right, well, just a little, just just to eat. Like and sort
4: of I, I, deal, right? I never noticed the sound effect of like the vacuum seal where it's like tsss,
1: <laughs> so I guess he
4: can go in space, right? Like, We've like, seen
1: other Mandalorians do it. So yeah, I assume he
4: could too. Yeah, so somebody was like posting the argument. They're like, I don't think he can yet. He doesn't have the right. I was like, no. I hear the sound effect that Bo Katan had too. So yeah, I was like, all right, he can be in space. Cool. Maybe that's where we're going. Mando's in space. Mando's <laughs> <That> in <isn't> space.
1: <laughs> I wish there was some way I could group these uh, together. Olivia Pirano, uh, thank you for your super chat. I can't believe bringing Dark Troopers into this. I'm so excited to see, excited to see what Gideon's master plan ends up being. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what his uh, plan is, but I do. I love the idea of like instead of th- this metal called Frick that they're like, let's use Beskar because then it's just like mm. an extra twist of the knife. It's going to make them harder to kill.
4: I remember reading on Wikipedia, and or maybe I was reading the wrong part of this, but they said that some Shadow Troopers or Dark Troopers sometimes had lightsabers, like red lightsabers. Is that a thing? Uh, was I reading something wrong, or was that Shadow
1: Troopers or something? I think that's Shadow Troopers. Uh, dark Troopers in the game.
4: Uh, well, some of them had vibro swords, but no lightsabers. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was like, if that's the case and that's what happens, like, oh my god, <laughs> that'd be <laughs> bananas. <laughs>
2: Were Dark troopers, troopers? Yeah, because
5: Purge Troopers. Purge are troopers they the ones from the, the, the fallen, Jedi Fallen fall. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They
3: have they have those kinds of energy weapons, like
1: yeah, electro stabs. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. So that's one of the things I thought it could have been. I was like, oh, they purge troopers, maybe. Because, you know, that makes sense. Like, the Mandalorian purge, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Like, just, yeah. But no. dark. Oh, troopers. That'd be
1: interesting if they had that same helmet
3: design. Mm. Yeah. so I guess they don't have to be the dark troopers that we know from the video game. No. Like they can be something different just just by name.
1: Yeah, dark troopers in the video game, there were like three versions of them. I don't think they're going to do all that. I think they're probably going to simplify it and just be like, they're Tall scary stormtrooper looking robot things, and they'll just keep it at that. I don't think they're gonna go into mm. everything the video game
4: did. What's yeah. kind of interesting too is like they're bulky and giant, like from uh, like the, the super battle droids from Din's flashbacks. So, I wonder mm. like mm-hmm. when he faces this, if it's gonna be kind of like a whoa, like this reminds me of like this moment in my childhood. Like, yeah. I don't know, like not like a PTSD moment, but. Just something that, like, throws him off about this. Because I I feel like that's what Moff Gideon's going to do, essentially, is, you know, my troops couldn't take you out, but these things will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to get that child. So,
0: I I remember uh, Giancarlo Esposito saying that, or hinting at a lightsaber fight and getting to, like, fight with a saber. I assumed it would be the the dark saber, but... Uh, or maybe he will wield the dark saber, and we'll see Bo-Katan again. And maybe Bo-Katan, if if these troopers are are wielding some kind of vibro sword, maybe she mm. gets gets one of them, and and that's the lightsaber fight that he's referring mm. to. Because mm. I don't know if we're going to see Ahsoka use her lightsaber, and no one else has a lightsaber.
4: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. still torn on like, is, is it too egregious to do it, or is it like the right time? I still can't tell. Do oh, it! It's, it's always the right time.
5: Yeah. Always the right time for lightsabers. Yeah, do definitely. it. Do it. I want to <laughs> um, see. I
3: want to see lightsabers against Beskar. Like I definitely want to see yeah. that in the show. I want to see like some, you know, like gauntlet d- deflecting and all that sort mm. of stuff. Like that would be cool. Gonna... Well,
5: what's interesting is everything that's been in the trailers we've now seen. There's that's nothing, true. There's nothing left. Oh so yeah. four episodes left, and we have not seen a single frame thank of it. Thanks, all unknown. God. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Right. I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wild. So um well I could just I don't know. I don't even know what to say so that. That's just pretty pretty wild. I, I can't wait. And uh there's still is the next one's Dave Filoni's directing it, I, th- I believe. Direc- directed and wrote, I believe. Yeah. I believe so,
1: yes. Yeah. I, I believe we know he wrote it and it's like safe to assume that he directed it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you probably know who's gonna pop up.
0: I believe yeah. it it says on IMDB already that he just it does. directing it. Yes.
3: And I. IMDb I has remember. been bad at spoiling things. Like, I don't know if, if you've <laughs> looked at any of the IMDb stuff before the actual episode has come out. I've, there's been a couple of times where I wished I hadn't. It's just I like, forgot ah. about IMDb.
0: I did look yeah, at it before this it. episode, and that's how I knew what was going to happen. Like, the, the whole chase scene, they had pictures of that on IMDb. Yeah.
1: But. All right, let's go on to uh, Mr. Peck. Thanks so much for your super chat and question. There were so many crazy reveals this episode that it's hard to get my head straight about it. Do you think Navarro was one of Palpatine's observatories like the one on Jakku? Oh. Didn't seem to be. It seemed like you're just your standard imperial installation. Mm. I don't know if it was an observatory, but they're definitely
2: I, don't like, know. I wonder There's how many of those clone
5: that. bases that they've got. Like, if, like, because that, it was definitely sort of having Werner Herzog there and Pershing and all that. And, like, how many planets have they sort of built little laboratories on just in case? Right. Or how many are still well, left? It's I feel no... like it oh, sorry, Monica.
0: Oh, sorry. I was going to say, it didn't look that old. Mm. And mm. I feel like if it had been there since Palpatine was around, that lava probably would have melted it by then even with yeah. the coolant
2: <laughs> yeah i unfortunately
4: don't know enough about the observatory stuff besides the jaku that it that it was on jaku so
1: i mean there were different ones one was on Jakku. Hmm. one was and pilio was basically just a storage facility like
3: yeah, yeah that's what th- I this one seemed
1: were. yeah this one seemed like a standard base to me um mm. it's probably just maybe something
4: that gideon repurposed yeah like it I guess upon initial watch, I was like, it's just like a storage facility. They're like going imperial storage because they had like the truck or whatever that vehicle is. It just looked like something that would move cargo around, but that happens to have like
3: a gun on it. I don't know. Like Jack, during the the police interviewee or the the police report bit scene at the end, he says uh, that they're not isolated incidents. So like these things, it's happening. So yeah, I think I think there will be other locations other cloning locations and stuff like that definitely maybe maybe the rebellion knows about some of them maybe they don't i don't know
1: i I do wonder what other incidents they're referring Mm. to
3: yeah
1: uh colton roberts thanks for your super chat and question i personally think that they're trying to tie the palpatine clone or snoke to the child i love the theory that gideon wants to become force sensitive i hope the latter is true and not the former Uh, I'm the other way. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Well, that's fine, Sean. That's just fine. (laughs) Eject button. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone likes their Star Wars a little different, and that's okay. That's it. That's the joy of it. Jacob the Hodge, uh, thanks for your super chat and question. How long has it been since the
4: end of season one?
1: I'm going to guess not long
4: at all. No. Yeah, I have no real sense of it, it. Doesn't feel like too much time has passed. The yeah. kid's still—it means it's still a little baby. But maybe he'll be a baby for a very long time.
5: So, I, I guess it's how long has passed since Navarro has gone from episode eight to this.
0: Yeah, it's definitely months? been a good amount of time, just because of what Mando said about having to travel sub-light speed and uh, how long course, it yeah. and how long it takes. So, like. Who knows yeah. how long it took them to get uh to Trask and and back from there with the shit falling apart.
4: Yeah, I guess that's true. And they have like a functional school, which you know yeah. so I guess some amount of time, at least half a year, right? Yeah. Get a school yeah. a school up and running.
3: Months so, I guess to low bad. digit years. Probably it's it's
1: one of those things where, like, sometimes time in Star Wars is like, eh, like the Empire Strikes Back. We're like, how long was Luke
4: training? (laughs) A matter of days. That's funny. I I love one of J.J. Abrams' quotes from The Force Awakens uh, commentary where he's like, he's like, if you were ever saying, like, these planets are way too close together scientifically, you'd be right. But Star Wars isn't a science lesson, so moving on. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, nice! Like, what a funny dig, but also just like, just saying it what it is. It's just silly and goofy sometimes, and yeah, it's a spectacle. So yeah, <laughs> it's funny.
1: Uh, Matt Thornton, thanks for your super chat and question. Those bodies and the tubes and black figures. I'm getting reborn and shadow trooper vibes from uh, Jedi Outcast. There's there's your shadow
3: troopers. Um, was a Jedi Outcast. I think I yeah, just I bought that on PlayStation. I should. probably buy it. <laughs> I don't know. You know when things go on sale sometimes, and you're just like, "I'll buy All that." Right. Star Wars. <laughs> I'll buy yeah, that. I'll
4: take that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like sometimes Star Wars like ventures into this kind of Lovecraftian horror accidentally, and I feel like this was a perfect example of it too. Like just seeing those tubes of whatever the heck is mm. going on. Mm. Like, oh man, I, I'm so curious. I I do hope we get. A lot, like at least one more exploration into that before this season closes out. Yeah, I mean, I, I
1: like that they're going. Okay, let's answer a question uh, about Baby Yoda. Why? Why we want him a little more specifically, but also that raises more questions,
3: right?
2: Mm. Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. God, I, I don't know. Like, I know we're just at the halfway point of the season, but I feel such a. I feel really satisfied where we're at at the moment and there's always that little bit of anxiety as we get to the close of a season as they start revealing more and more and more, you know, like I love I like this moment right here where it's just like what the hell what is, what could it be? Like that is yeah, my yeah. favorite favorite part in, in any show. Yeah. I love it.
4: Yeah, sometimes resolutions you're like, oh, man." Or like you just feel kind of it's just cuz it ended, you know. But mm. yeah. yeah, I like
5: riding the the wave up to the end there. Mm. The, the uh, Venture Brothers was always good at that. It was like, it would ask all these questions, then when it answered them, the answers would involve more questions. So you just kept moving. And then yeah. the show got cancelled, and it was the worst thing ever, because I never like, got any of the answers I needed.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> oh,
5: no. it was good at that. But this like this episode did feel as though it could have been the season finale. Like, if, if it had ended there, and we had to wait mm. a year, that would have been pretty wild. But I like the fact that it's like, now this is like a mid season finale. We got yeah, lots yeah. Of <laughs> hmm. uh Robert Bush, thanks for your super chat. Says,
1: I think this is the most absent Mando has been. <clears throat> that's true. I didn't really think about that. Like, yeah, he just takes off to go get the kid, and uh, there's a good five minutes, yeah, 10 Ooh. minutes
3: maybe.
0: That's that's yeah. Carl Weathers being like, I'm yeah, the star of this here. one, uh, get yeah. out of here.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, a show, but not, it didn't even cross uh, my mind right totally. now.
5: That's funny. <laughs> I, I did notice that it was like the first time we were seeing like side characters. Well, it's it, it, like side characters without, and when Baby Yoda wasn't there, Mando wasn't there, just like having their own little adventure in their little car chase. Like the mm-hmm. closest thing to that is like when IG Eleven bursts into town with, and he's got Baby Yoda with him. You know, it's it's still part of the the, the clan of two, but um. Yeah, like you said, I think Carl Weathers was just like, I'm Apollo Creed. Yeah. <laughs> the camera loves me. Yeah. Let's do it. God, he's good. He's so no, good. He good. I I, he's I so
4: will fun. say, like, you've, now that you pointed out, yeah, like I didn't really acknowledge it because I was just so absorbed in the episode. Um but I think that's also a good thing, maybe. Like m- maybe they're effectively figuring out how to like have a couple minutes to something to have somebody else shine for a little bit. Because it it felt okay to me. But, like, his absence for a few minutes, you know, didn't feel out there. It, it so, didn't really
1: make me realize. I'd, like, he had to point it out to me before I yeah, even realized.
3: I mean, I, I mean he, well, here, here's why? the question
4: Is the, is the, is Din Djarin the best pilot in the galaxy? Because <laughs> he's like, he never loses. Most yeah. of the time,
2: <laughs> uh, remember why he's then on Naruto in
5: the first place.
0: <laughs>
2: but
5: man, I saw yeah, some moves. When cops chase him; they do mess him up. Like he does end up, yeah. Kind of yeah, himself into a bit of a state.
0: I mean, the Razor Crest seems to be pretty notorious. So it's just
4: yeah. some of the moves in that episode at the end. There, just bananas. Yeah, when he when he just shot. like
0: cuts the en- engines and it. Because yes. yeah, yes,
2: yeah, baby. it and was, I was like, like, Whoa. like Whoa.
1: those little little details of like all the, the flaps and vents opening up to slow it yeah. down and like
3: so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was stunning scene. Oh, so good.
1: Uh chevon Tre- Pettigrew, thanks for your super chat and question. Uh said in your video about Bo Katan that Den could be the next leader of Mandalore. Do you think Bo Katan will betray Den because her people look towards him for leadership and not her? Um We're going to talk about this a bit in the Q&A tomorrow, but everyone here gets a little preview. So someone poses the question could Bo-Katan trade the child for the Darksaber? Uh, And I really dig that idea. I don't want it to happen, but the idea of it is very... She has this desire. She wants the Darksaber really bad, and Moff Gideon wants the child really bad. Oh. Uh, like that well oh, if that presents itself I think it's a great idea that That'd would
0: be, so be wild my ultimate nightmare is this this season of the show uh ending on a cliffhanger of baby Yoda being in the hands of Moff Gideon that
4: would be <laughs> that's my that. theory that that's I think yeah. that's what's gonna happen oh. but if, it, if it's Bo-Katan not only is she gonna have ultimate beef now with Mando dad she's gonna be in in the hot seat with Ahsoka, and yeah, that's you a know good what point. I mean. Like, uh, I mean, oh yeah. yeah, you're right, and, and like, means, and with yeah. the fans,
1: like, I don't want her to do it, I because I, uh, I like though. her a lot.
4: But it's not it's not bad though. It's a actually it's a great, interesting a great storytelling, storytelling. Idea. Yeah,
1: it, it's more What's one about? of those like it, it. feels like the the join me moment. Like a here's mm. the thing that you want more than anything, and now you have to decide if you're going to be uh, good or bad right now
4: so mm. hopefully it is oh. good but yeah and esposito alluded to his, his power of persuasiveness or manipulation or something uh in his interview so that'd be i mean i, I have to imagine it's some sort of interesting interesting dialogue with somebody
2: mm. you know mm. one i want to mention
1: it's
4: uh jake tricks uh one of our patrons that was
1: their idea and question so shout out to you it's a great idea that's it. That's oh, yeah, no, it's
3: that's harsh right. and good. It's harsh and awful, and all that's those right. things. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's when it actually. gets good, though. Uh huh. Think about like, yeah. Oh, hadn't hadn't considered that. But yeah, Bo Katan. Like, I mean, we meet her, and she's in Death Watch. She's mm-hmm. got. She's she's, she's, no she's so inclined. Yeah, she will. She will do what she thinks is right for her and her people at the cost of others.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, she I year of
3: that, th- that being the ending too.
4: Just like he's taken for a whole year. Oh god, when, oh, yeah. Like
0: cool. In the last episode, when Mando tells her like you're you're altering the plan, she's like, "Yeah, deal with it." Like she's <laughs> yeah. doing it for selfish reasons. So. Yeah. Oh. She's got
1: darkness in her still. Mm. Oof. So wow. yeah, that's, I think made uh, me upset. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think
5: there is a Matt's just gonna sign
1: off
4: that,
0: <laughs> It's, it's it, it. could also lead into like a a good old fashioned double crossing kind of moment. Like yeah. she, we we all think that she's gonna trade the child for the dark but then secretly she's teamed up with Din to take him down. I don't know.
3: Oh. Well, I yep. mean, you know, little little plug. We think <laughs> that there's okay. going to be a different betrayal. We think it's going to be um, the armor. Oh, and where can people watch uh, more
1: information about that theory, Matt?
5: <gasps>
3: Sean, where can people find more
1: information <laughs> about
3: that theory? <laughs>
5: yeah, no, um, yeah, if you go to Blue Panther Milk... Melted... Blue Panther Milk Co. on YouTube. We have a video we just put up, and uh, with a theory about the um, the real antagonist of the Mandalorian, uh, and we believe it could be the Armorer. As uh, cult leaders tend to go a little bit um, to the dark side once mm. people start turning on them, and once followers decide they want to go their own way. So, check that video out. It's in well, like. While we're. We get...
1: Right. It about the our mark uh there are links in the description to both at chat and blue bantha milks uh channels and twitters if you want to go give them a follow and a subscribe um we we still got a lot of questions guys oh, uh yeah, if, you, yeah. if you ever have to go uh that's fine uh, hey. but if you want to hang keep
3: them coming keep, <clears throat> keep them coming oh quickly just before the next question what i will say about that theory is i think it feeds into what you said earlier alex about you know like the maybe best car dark troopers i would love to see something where it's like the best car is actually being fed to gideon and it's the armorer doing it
5: oh no ah, oh. yeah <laughs> the armor is doing the work Ooh. now you've upset me, me. <laughs> um, well, we i just have
2: a hard time and
4: cry i have a hard time with the Armorer being that role because of how much i like the Armorer yeah <laughs> that's literally it, like but I have if, no good
0: reasons if you, think well, you didn't know she her, was a cult
2: leader cult leaders, yeah
0: to her line about how any possible extra Beskar lying around would go great to the foundlings and mm-hmm. where are the where are mm. these foundlings she's talking about? I don't
5: yeah. know, yeah, <laughs> she has got all the um at the end of episode eight, she's kind of like collecting all of the armor, isn't she that's been left over yep, yep Ooh. Oh, like maybe no she troopers. made oh, no.
2: interesting.
5: So
4: maybe she did like make a deal so she could live and like be like, "Here's the best car you need." Yeah, she you know. just killed all those stormtroopers for fun.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't?
4: Like, I
1: mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean just, uh,
4: Really cool scene.
1: Yeah, uh, Velderin, thank you for your super chat and question. I think Gideon is making an army of infused with force powers shadow troopers, similar to Legends uh, and then Jedi Outcast again. Uh Gaelic fire. Uh, I can't remember if I Gaelic. I don't know if I said that right. I mispronounced so many things. It's <laughs> um
0: Gaelic. If those troopers were force sensitive, I feel like they'd be pretty uh pretty hard to control.
2: Mm. Mm. Well,
4: one thing I, I thought about too earlier with this the M count and force sensitive stuff is like what if he just wants to create a Darth Vader sort of Left hand man, too, like, or, or something. So, I maybe the whole force and the, the whole M count thing and the droids at the end, maybe they're just not exactly the same exact thing right now. Like, that, that's kind of what Sean was saying earlier, but in a different way. I'd be down for
1: that, too. Like, I just like the idea that he is trying to control something that he has no idea how to control, he just assumes yeah, yeah. that he can. So, yeah, it's something else like that where it's like
5: it immediately gets away from him. Uh, really yeah. fun. It might be a case of like, because we're sort of saying like, oh, you know, he's trying to emulate um, Vader, but it might be a case of he's more like, oh, no, I want to be like Tarkin. So I want to be like the guy in charge, but I want this like enforcer, which mm-hmm. would be because when you watch it's weird when you watch New Hope now and it's like Vader is is bodyguard almost, which is which is. So yeah, weird.
0: yep. Um, Palpatine, Ooh, Palpatine used Anakin slash Vader as kind of the poster boy mm. and like the the boogeyman
5: yeah that's good yeah uh, yeah who knows of course maybe thinking totally too much into it and he just wants like big robot stormtroopers but yeah. it's star we Wars, right? almost certainly thing. are <laughs> <laughs> remember when that snow planet was ilum
1: when i oh yeah I was i was convinced. i still think I, it is yeah, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> it definitely is uh we got two uh super chats from ted comet thanks so much just finished the episode. Molly, what are your top three Baby Yoda moments in this episode? Uh, so the guys in tubes could be cyborgs and clones, and I heart Shin Godzilla. Ah. And it uh, also says, the scene where Mando is trying to instruct Baby Yoda reminds me of trying to explain to my mom the difference between a TIE fighter and an X-Wing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, so my top three Baby Yoda moments... Um... I, I think I giggled the most when he put his arms up in the air and was like laughing in the ship. So that would be one. Two would be him with the wires, probably. And then three might be him stealing the other kids' macaroons, space macaroons. Oh
2: yeah,
0: you know I have one. No, okay, I'm gonna take it anyway.
4: <laughs> I loved when he specifically coughed in the little wire room, and he's like, ah. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's so cute. It's like, oh, man, I need to save him.
0: Yeah.
1: I I think The Wire, I mean, it was just an all-around great sh- uh, episode for the baby.
4: <laughs> I don't it's know so what, I,
1: what made me laugh the most. I think The Wires did. Yeah,
4: It's funny to think about, too, like he got placed into a class, but he's like a
1: 50-year-old. Yeah. yeah. There. <laughs>
0: he, he's like, I already took this class. He's like, I already know yeah. all this. I know where it's the Katie's maelstrom is.
3: Yeah, <laughs> could have been sitting at the back of the room, you know. Could have like just pulled out a cigarette and you know, just like, oh, "What's up, teach?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> teach. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. I watch I watch terrible movies.
1: Double <laughs> uh, O Sullivan, thanks for your super chat. and question, do you think the use of the March of Resistance to underscore Kara and Carson? could be foreshadowing her having a part in starting the Resistance, or what other reason could there be for its use? Well, they used it for the for Carson and uh, Trapper Wolf in Chapter 10 as well, I believe. So I think yep. it's just like, a, we're not using the Rebel Alliance theme, we're kind of and we don't, maybe we don't have a New Republic theme, so <laughs> we're just gonna mm. subtly throw in
3: uh, this other... The hints.
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They maybe show it right on March of the Resistance. The Resistance is growing and building, mm-hmm. and you are yeah. seeing this sort of like, like you were saying before, the Space Cops, where the sort of that one guy is sort of like something is rotten in Denmark, and I can't work out what it is. And the thing is going to be that they need a resistance, so maybe, maybe yeah, is yeah. this very, very deep foreshadowing.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like Stroll the birth of the of,
5: Resistance.
0: Yeah, the birth of the Resistance, or the the ideas being planted in people's heads.
2: Yeah.
3: I would I would like to see it mean that maybe Kara is thinking about it. You know like mm. finding something new to fight for like I mean she was not into that when we first met her and now we've seen obviously she's decided to fight for this town. Maybe yeah and maybe that's just kind of a stepping stone for her to you know go for something a bit bigger a bit more important. That would be kind mm. of cool. I would I'd would,
4: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I think I think she needs to have a bit more Like I said, I I like the character. I just think there needs to be a a bit more depth now that the Alderaan stuff has been brought up a lot. And, you know, that's that's no small loss. She lost everyone. Um, So I think that being brought up and then seeing the Rebellion logo is kind of just like, all right, I need to jump back into this regardless of whatever it is that I'm pretending not to feel anymore or something. Uh, Mm. Because that's like kind of the vibe I think she gives off maybe in the show, but... Also, I could just be, again, reading too much into it. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping she kind of does some sort of pre-resistance sort of thing, trying to build mm. that, like go- going to the fight, I guess, in that sense. I, I
1: think her story is one of like letting go of like the need for revenge, the rage, like she just wants to hide until Amando's like, oh, you can come kill Imperials with me. And she's like, great. Uh Yay. And now she doesn't really know what to do um and she she isn't like helping rebuild she's just angry
4: Mm. yeah yeah she Mm. seems like she has like a quiet seething going on or something and and like Mm. and and that's the question like he leaves her with this thing and he's like all right you make the choice now Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do so could be cool Yeah. yeah Uh, Jane Dalton, thanks for your super chat and question.
1: Being that it's so far in the Outer Rim and it has specialized technology, is it possible that the base that they destroyed is one of the Emperor's outposts like on Jakku in
0: Aftermath?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: possibly. St- still Maybe. possibly. possibly. I, think, I think
1: probably not. Personally, I think that whole base is Snoke.
0: <laughs> the whole thing.
1: I thought yeah. it was Ray's mom. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh marty bricks thanks for your question in super chat we've seen all footage from trailers in the last four in the first four episodes so we don't really know much about the second half of the show what do you think still love it
0: <laughs> yeah i'm i'm so excited that we don't know anything about what's coming
5: yeah that's Peep- yeah no idea yeah so <laughs> I, I
4: was a huge complainer when uh, all the TV spots for TLJ <laughs> yeah. came out. I was like, "What?" Like even re- like the director Ryan Johnson was like, "Don't watch them if you want to be spoiled." And I wasn't trying to watch these things, but I saw the one where the lightsaber flies and the raised hands, the where and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. that's in a TV episode!" What? Mm-hmm. So I was so happy that I just watched these two random, very just montagey trailers, and I know nothing. Like we saw everything, so now I have no idea what's happening, and that's how I want to feel. Like I don't even want trailers anymore for Star Wars. Show me <laughs> a poster, put Lucasfilm on it. I'm gonna go see it.
0: Yeah, so. it, it reminded me of Episode Nine. The trailer uh, showed the Orbex um, on the the Star Destroyer, and I was like, that would have been so cool if yeah. I hadn't already seen it. <laughs> like yeah, they, yeah. they they build it up so well with like they're not. What do they say? The, the, they're they're not in not transports. Yeah, they're in not in transports. Ugh, yeah, so good.
5: And, and the fleet arriving at the end, which was in all the track. Like that, that's the yeah. thing. All the sort of big moments were in the well, not all the big moments, but most of the big moments were in the trailer. You're like, yeah, yeah these are the mm-hmm. moments where you want to like not know what's going to happen and it be like a big thing rather than being, oh, I'm we're building up to that scene that I've seen.
2: Yeah, but,
5: yeah, yeah. yeah
4: you you're always waiting for that thing, and now that we've seen it all, you're just like. Well, all of our theories are wrong kind of first and most, you know, and that's awesome. Like I would like, I remember a video I had where I'm like, Oh man, everything I predicted for Kyle Ren happened.
1: I think I don't (laughs) like,
4: (laughs) I don't like this. This is boring. (laughs) People Uh, were
1: complaining when the second trailer for the Mandalorian this season was like a minute long and it wasn't much. And I'm like, yeah, we're complaining now, but when we're watching it, we're going to be very happy. Exactly. Mm Yeah,
3: trust kind of uh, put a bit of a a fear in me because of it sort of bucked that trend of like trailer or teaser one and at least trailer one generally never gave away too much historically Uh, but then yeah after watching trust was like oh they actually really just gave away so much in the in the first you know run out the door and so Mm -hmm. like i've tried to avoid things especially tv spots they are tv spots those are the worst, yeah. Well, they're, they're for the people that are still undecided, you know, like a week before going to the, Am I gonna watch this Star Wars thing? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, here, let's just give them half the story. Like, you know, <laughs> I hope there's really a guy like that somewhere just like in a living room, like,
4: am I gonna watch this? All right, yeah. watched <laughs> all it,
2: like, really angry.
0: that's that's it the would... point of putting like uh trailers for Mando during football games, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just tough. This yeah. is tough. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Looks manly. What is this baby thing? He has
4: a beard under that helmet. I'm watching.
0: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Ooh, a space western. Yes. Yeah,
4: yeah. So they are nailing the that. western. It's wild. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like uh, so somebody was saying, like they they like Star Wars figured out how to do the new mythology so well with this, and I was like, yeah, you're, you're dead right. Like now I'm watching westerns that I should have watched years ago. Um, yeah. Like oh yeah, it's just like this, and it's just like that. That's cool. <laughs> So, no more like, gen- like generic one person hero's journey, I guess, for a while. Mm. So, we'll find out. We
1: got a super chat from Aaron Bagel. Thank you. It says, I can't wait for Aural Nots to flip the show on its head where Moff Gideon is the head of Space Child Protective Services and Mando's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, that's a, am- that, they would that's make very that. Good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You let your son do what in, in the back <laughs> of your ship? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: that's, that's something.
3: Way. Like nearly every episode, like, I'll be sitting on the couch, and like, you know my, my partner will be sitting next to me, and she'll turn and just be like, "Why is he leaving the child? Like, why? Wh- what's he doing? Like, wh- yeah. what the hell is he doing?" And um, this this episode kind of felt like the first time where I, I felt like he was being a proper parent. It's like, what Mm. did it take? Like a million spiders nearly eating your child to make you go, better look after it. Like, (laughs) you know, it's not a toy. It's it's maybe
4: it was uh, him finally seeing a giant monster eat him. He's like, wow, I feel emotions for this little guy. Yeah. Now I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep this man alive. So now he's like, all right, you're my son. Yeah.
1: God. God. Uh, Ted comment with another super chat. Uh just realized no Mandalorian bodies at the end of last season probably means Gideon used the Darksaber to force the zealots to surrender. Hmm. That is interesting. It's just a pile no. of armor, but I, I get the sense that was more just because it's like a we're trying to keep this PG, PG thirteen, and like we oh, don't yeah. need a pile of dead bodies. The armor's enough, I think. Yeah. Or are they the volunteers? oh no mm. oh John, no
2: <laughs>
3: oh no, that's good bad terrible but
2: yeah no, i good earlier talk.
0: that they weren't mm. really volunteers that's
3: mm. although if we get to see uh, anyone from clan Vizla getting experimented on that will make me deeply happy
5: yes you do have a weird anti-vizsla thing <laughs>
3: oh, i hate them i just hate the vizslas
5: <laughs> ease. <Baddies.
4: laughs> it sounds like a, like a like a humorous cartoon. Hate the Vizzlas or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jane Dalton, thanks for another super chat.
1: Do you think it's possible that the Dark Trooper armor will be made from Beskar? Uh, I think that would make it more personal
5: to yeah. the Mandalorian.
1: Yes, I think that's very p- possible. I, and I love and the that armor. Idea. I'd
5: be making it as well as the other theory. That's
1: a you're full of terrible.
2: <laughs>
5: <I'm really laughs>
1: gut wrenching ideas.
5: <laughs> Blah. Blah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mike V, thanks for your super chat. Uh, knowing Palp's contingencies, there could be moles in the remnant factions that report research progress back to the First Order, unbeknownst to Gideon. It keeps oh. the show focused on Gideon's goals.
2: Hmm. I mean, pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if there were like a First Order agent or what, whatever they are at this point. I don't know if they are the First Order or what, but.
4: He's a bit more of like an effective chronic where like he can instill fear, but his research is for really somebody above him just to usurp eventually. It'd be kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Drew Funk, uh, thanks for your super chat. A way that Boba could tie into the remaining four episodes is now that there's a tracking device on the Razor Crest, Gideon tasks him with hunting Den. I don't think that anyone's hiring Boba Fett right now.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, he's taking some time, isn't he? He's just like he's reflecting. He's just trying to work out what he's about. Just hanging out on that hill, yeah, yeah he's hanging on yeah. that hill, just staring.
0: He's, he's like, how "All long, right, yeah, it's time to be my did. own boss." That's it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Question: Do we think? Because do we think if we do get more Boba Fett, do you think that they'll finally actually kill him off? <laughs> do like permanently permanently Depends on what they want to do with it. that.
4: It would be I'd really funny him. if it was unceremonious, just like in Return of the Jedi again. Throwing like... in the pit, Yeah. In no, the no like like somebody just turns around and just that <laughs> he dies.
5: And then they're just like he oh, there he was, guys.
4: Yeah. I Boba know. fett.
5: Yeah. Boba. He's allergic to Miffle Musk. And yeah.
1: the <laughs> guy, like, <laughs> he sneezes on her, or whatever that yeah. was.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I kind of like oh. the idea that that Boba Fett is having to live out the rest of his life knowing the things that he's done and he it kind of haunts him and he's got some mm. severe PTSD. Yeah.
4: Yeah. There's a lot of that in star Wars right now. If, I, I feel like that's the definite thing that's going to be happening with the Obi-Wan mm. series, some sort of
0: mm. war,
4: war induced nightmarish dreams, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. that sort of and fun. the,
0: the bad batch for sure. All yeah. Clones.
4: Um, yeah. One thing I wanted to say, too, about uh, I was thinking about this, because they say the crate Dragon could have eaten the Sarlacc. So maybe this is kind of like uh, the Rancor in his, in his owner kind of situation, where like Boba Fett survived because the crate Dragon ate the Sarlacc, and now he's really pissed at Mando, so he's going to confront him <laughs> for killing the big crate Dragon.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, <laughs>
4: I don't think the crate Dragon <laughs> ate
3: that Sarlacc. <laughs> Imagine Ooh. if that
4: came true, though. No, I'm just trying to make I'm just trying to make That's, that laugh. Yeah, he just wants revenge.
3: Oh god. But you know that there'd be some people out there like oh, well, of course <laughs> it is. Of course. <laughs> I said it. Salak. Lucasfilm
4: confirmed. Yeah, yeah. That would be the headline.
1: Uh Sean, I got a question for you from Robert Bush. Thanks for your super chat. Where do you think the armor is now?
5: Um I don't know, it's, it's a big it's a big, well, possibly on that ship with Gideon <laughs> working and working with I don't know, it's to be honest, because we we kind of like wrote, edited and got that video out about the armor very quickly. Like it was just an idea that came to us and doodle-doo. um and at the start of this episode when they were in the catacombs, I was like, Oh no, if the armor is there, it might just ruin my whole thing. <laughs> the whole yeah. theory is gonna
2: fall apart.
5: Um but obviously, yeah, she wasn't. So I don't know. She's in the wind. She's that somewhere. was the incentive
3: of getting it out that quickly, too. We were like, oh, and we got it out 10 minutes before the episode. It was like either they're going to do something or they're not. And if, it, if they do something with her, then we're either going to be right or we're wrong. And we've got to get it out before the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, stay tuned. But I don't
5: think she's <laughs> on the bar anymore. I think she's, uh-huh. she's off doing something. Mm. But I don't know. It's, it's hard. Shopping.
3: Yeah, Maybe on the moon. Like Maybe on the moon of Mandalore. Mmm. Mm. Mm. The, mm. uh,
1: the gold man. <laughs> thanks for your super chat and question. Cool to see Adat here. Uh, I love the work y'all do for the community. Sorry if you addressed this. Just got here. Odds uh, that the cloning involves Snoke. We are, we are pretty split on this. Sean, Sean wants it to happen. Who's I don't that? want it to happen.
4: <laughs>
1: Matt kind of wants it yeah. to happen.
3: Yeah, I want. I want hints. <laughs>
4: I, the only thing, I, the only connection I want is it to just in like if somebody has an informant and it informs the science lab on Exegol, the the Sith Senate statuette. If that's what's happening, cool. I just I just don't want a direct link. I guess. So, it's fair.
2: Yeah, subtlety. Uh, on that.
1: Dan twenty three, thanks for the super chat and as a comment that yes, uh, the Star Wars Commander app did have dark troopers in it, uh, so technically they are canon already. I don't think they're gonna pay attention to that <laughs> when they uh, do it in the show.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I think John Favreau really... is gonna take a look at a at an app. There is that a is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, is a,
1: it was a mobile app mobile that game? I. I think it's mm. shut down now. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyone honestly.
3: play it? I haven't. It wasn't fun. Like I mean, it <laughs> started. It started off kind of, kind of okay, but then, it, like you know, it was one of those like in-app purchases kind of thing. Just uh, it, I, you hit a point very quickly where you're like, I've done all these things, and it's like, well, how do I get enough enough resources to be able to do anything beyond here? And I was just like, yeah, get out the credit card, and that was what stopped me. Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad, bad game. <laughs> and hard to control too. Anyway.
1: Yeah, anytime stuff like stuff has been kind of canon for a while in a lot of reference books. It's at least been mentioned, or yeah, sometimes games do it. I'm like, I don't I don't think they're gonna really stick strictly to what they did in that game that like even I haven't played. So Yeah.
3: Uh, what does even mean?
4: Yeah, <laughs> who cares anyway? It's just like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it means what we
4: want it to mean, Nick. Yeah, what is Canon? <laughs> Canon's just a couple of words out of a made-up alphabet. So, <laughs> just... It's nonsense. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: it's like, I do care very much about Canon, but like when it gets fiddled with, I'm like, well, that's going to happen occasionally, and just yeah, not going to get mad about it every time. Go with the flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patrick Folly thanks for your super chat and questions uh, greetings from MT is Montana right I'm not I'm not good yeah, with my uh, yeah. I'm better with my
5: Star Wars geography
1: Back
3: with the Australians <laughs> yes it is
5: <laughs> yes. I, I know it from watching the election map <laughs> uh, oh my
1: god do you think the Mandalorian could be a starting point slash experiment to legitimize the sequels as the Clone Wars did to the prequels I mean, I don't think they that are. the, cl- I don't think that the prequels needed legitimization. I don't think the sequels need legitimization. Um, I do kind of see the prequels as almost like George's Clone Wars 2.0, just like really tell the story he wanted to tell. He took a lot of threads that he didn't get to do in the movies, like the Boba Fett revenge story, and he put it in the Clone Wars instead. So,
4: yeah, I was gonna say like maybe a better way to think about it is like maybe this will help make a couple ambiguities a little clearer at best, which is what yeah. I really like about the clone wars. Uh, you know, this, but, but also again, yeah, like the, the movies, they're legitimized to me. Um, anything else just helps it helps the whole universe feel bigger and more cohesive. Exactly. Yeah. I, I definitely so. don't think John Favreau
1: sat down to be like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, just like clear up a bunch of questions people have about the sequel trilogy. Like, no, imagine he wants to tell
2: his
4: own story. It's like, We got to get the Snoke. We're going to get there. A <laughs> season. Whiteboard. It's just Snoke at one end. Yeah. With a big question mark like circled the, eight yeah. times. The Charlie Day image of all the nonsense. Yeah. The <laughs> 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 uh, uh, the,
3: yeah. That's, that's a. I'm sorry to say. I find that a really odd question. I mean, they're legitimate. Sequ- like I don't want to get into a big sequels thing, but I mean, they exist. There you go, legitimate done.
4: <laughs> yeah, I just think, yeah, I just feel like whatever helps flesh things out to help other people just make sense of things that they might still feel like doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, even I have things like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, Star Wars is great at that, where they take things that, yeah, are vague, ambiguous, uh, or things mm. that, like, I, I don't like Palpatine coming back in the Rise of Skywalker there's probably something, some story someone could tell that would make me like it a little bit more. Like, they've done that constantly. So
0: Mm.
1: I could see uh, there's potential there for maybe The Mandalorian to make me appreciate some things that I didn't like about the sequels a little bit more, but it doesn't need Mm. legitimization.
4: Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. one thing right now I could think of is, like, I like that we're getting little bits of The New Republic. Like, very tiny bits uh in the form of x-wings so you know i think hopefully they keep expanding on that a little bit more but Mm. it is what it is we'll we'll get what we get and Mm. the mystery is kind of cool too just the vagueness of star wars kind of
3: keeps it feeling like star wars sometimes so Mm. Mm. and like to alex to your point about like you know appreciating things a bit more like sean didn't you have that with the novelization like the the trust novelization
5: I, I was very, very cold on The Rise of Skywalker for ages. And then, um, yeah, I read the novelization, and it completely, not completely switched me from like disliking to loving it, but I definitely found there was stuff in there that I was like, oh yeah, no, this, this is better. Like this has made the whole experience better. It's like fleshed out a couple of things. And, you know, there was an explanation of the Palpatine return, but then also kind of, they added in some cool backstory. You know, there's a scene where Kylo Ren goes and sees Chewie when he's, when he's imprisoned. And there was a cool oh, yeah. little sequence. I was like, yeah, these, these these bits have actually helped color in some of the, the outside bits yeah. in the same way that Clone Wars did for me with the prequels. Like, the prequels, I was always quite cold on them. Clone Wars kind of made it, I was like, oh, no, this is actually, there's a bigger, deeper story, but it's all one big story. Mm. And no one's, and to go back on the question, it's not a thing of like, you know, Lucas and Filoni weren't sitting down going, god, we've got to make this seven-season show just to make sure people like the attack of the clones. right? <laughs> It's one very big story with little bits and pieces. you like, I would love were, them
4: to make a parody in that vein though. Like they actually get interviewed and they're like, well, you know, people didn't like these movies. So we just had to make seven seasons of this show to make sure, you know, in 20 years, people would like them and just be yeah. deadpan serious. That'd be amazing.
5: Um, yeah, we have to do a episode off, like a little frog takes a crack team of droids. As the <laughs> That's, That's when we knew we figured That's it weird. out. <laughs>
1: Uh, James Oki, thanks for your super chats and uh question. They seem to be borrowing a lot of General Mock for the Moff Gideon character. General Mock was the person who made uh the Dark Trooper in Dark Forces. Uh obsession with cybernetics and uh personal uh and the Groovy. person who made the dark trooper product, yeah. And he had an obsession with combat. So huh. yeah, I-, I can definitely see some mock in there. Um Sure. could be a happy
0: coincidence could be an actual uh planned out thing i don't know that's that's interesting
1: i think we'll have to see what they do specifically with the dark troopers before we can like really make that call but yeah. mm. jonathan mm-hmm. sky thanks for your super chat uh why hasn't anyone mentioned the space ferret yet
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: yeah yeah i
3: think it was disturbing
4: though <laughs> a little
0: bit a little yeah, puppet, yeah.
3: What were they called? Were they uh they like lava lava meerkats? I th- I thought I saw someone say on Twitter or something like that. They have a proper name that's very and very it, earthy. Yeah, and, um, it was
1: literally just like space ferret. Yeah, lava ferret or something like that. But,
3: uh, yeah, they were in like episode 7, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Like last season. Something that I noticed yeah.
1: in in my second rewatch, uh I saw that one of the aqualish's face uh, it was burned. The one that was going to like chop it up and eat it. Yeah. In yes. in the in the concept art, you can see the ferret like breathing fire onto somebody. So I guess oh, they yes, cut that out, right.
3: like huh? jumping.
1: Or that yeah, like it's in mid
3: air, isn't it? In the I
1: think art. he's holding it by the tail, and it's like ah, okay. bending up and breathing fire on his face. So like he had he'd been burnt, but I guess they cut that little sequence out.
2: Oh,
0: Interesting.
5: I didn't catch that. I, I, that cool. I, I do love how. Um, like some of the practical, like some of the practical effects in some of these episodes are quite crappy, uh, but but they work so well. Like the, the initial ferret, I was like, okay, that's just like a thing on a string. Yeah. But Also, like in the was it last week was the Trask episode? Like the 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 little fish in the bowl that Yoda's that uh, baby Yoda's playing with, and it was just like a toy just going just moving. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I think like <laughs> it has to be that too, yeah. Yeah. or else it isn't. It, it's great. Yeah,
4: like I I know everybody like with this when the sequels came out, they're like, We're going back to to return to form and like I'm like I don't care if it's prequel domes or whatever, but I just like that like in the front of the camera look and just seeing yeah. like the old school puppets who kind of yeah. looked scary, like cause you know that just was like a stuffed animal, like a like a taxidermy ferret. <laughs> um, but like I was like, Yeah, this is what I <laughs> I know, you're laughing. Uh sorry. Uh, but like I was like, "Yes, this is what Star Wars looked like—creepy, weird, disturbing a little bit." Uh, and if that if yeah. that was fully CG, I feel like I'd be like, "Yeah." Like parts of it were CG, but like for the yeah. most part, it just seemed like just this thing that had a rod in it to like kind of make it move. So yeah, yeah.
3: the bits where it's it like where it's it, like know. around
5: a head and just been all like too much, but it's like no, this is animated. Just, uh, a mm-hmm. Thing on a stick. I
4: was kind of yeah. hoping like like it would stay with her. I've been watching uh, His Dark Materials recently, so I was like, nice. I was like, Cara, do you got a demon? Uh, so I was like, oh, cool. Like It'll stay on her shoulder for
3: the rest of the season. Yeah, didn't happen,
2: mate. That'd be cool. I mean, it, it was there. Right.
3: Cool. I mean, it would okay. be kind of fun to see if like, she had this little ferret on the shoulder and she just spoke to it. And, you know, was yeah. like, what do you think, fairy? Like, nah, I I her again? Yeah. Only she can hear. Only she can hear it. That would just be, yeah, great. That's good right. by the
1: way. Yeah, too much um, we, we've now. got about nine more questions and like twenty-five minutes to do it. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> yeah. Mo- Molly's do it. got another show to get ready for, so we're gonna we're gonna try to lightning round some of these. Ted comet, thanks for another super chat and question. Although I think Gideon will offer the dark saber for the child, and Bo Katan might think about it. She still knows the saber means nothing if not one. That's a good point. The Oh yeah, from the Clone Wars. Yeah, like Maul took it Mm -hmm. by combat. So that is an
3: interesting. Has to be won. That's a good
2: point. Oh well, you
3: can cancel your stream tomorrow. Like that's it. It's done. (laughs) Well, (laughs) take a day off.
4: (laughs) stream, but stream it. Just have pure blackness for hours. (laughs) Nothing to talk about. (laughs) What do I know? Okay. Okay.
1: Thanks for your super chat. This episode felt like firefly in a way to me and the Mando crew could be uncovering a giant government secret, like on the Reavers in Serenity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> a firefly
1: to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying to think it like, yeah, the, just the, got your muscle. You got is, is Den Mal in that case? I don't
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> so I've only I, I'm like one of those dudes that's only seen the movie and is now yeah. because I, I've been at home forever since March um, now I'm like all right I'm gonna watch this because everybody said I would love it i watched the first two episodes it's awesome I yeah. I guess I can kind of see that though from what I've seen
1: I always um, thought that Star Wars Rebels was basically especially the first season yeah. that's very fire play yeah, yeah
0: definitely
1: yeah, yeah. heisty <laughs> Uh, Bulldog four hundred and ninety. Thanks for your super chat and question. Do you think Feloni has a jar on his desk, and every time someone gets a theory right, he drops a twenty in it? <laughs> <laughs> where does it go?
0: That makes me think yes. of the good place where they have the picture of the guy, the one guy that got the theory of heaven. Oh God! Right? Yeah. yeah.
3: What's his name? <laughs> he got. He got <laughs> Like I guess. just started watching that show, and
4: it's hilarious. Oh, I love yeah. that show. It's, it's so good. funny.
3: Oh, you've only just started.
4: Yeah. Great show. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't watch TV that often. All of a sudden, COVID hit, and I'm like, all right, TV. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. oh, so have, have fun him. with it, man. It's great show. Great
4: yeah, show. Uh,
1: Ken Shuler, thanks for your super chat. Dank Farrick is my new favorite curse word. That is all.
4: I also <laughs> like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I hear it a lot.
3: Thank Farrick. What, sudden, what do like we think th- it is? Like, what's it? What's its equivalency to it in our language? What do we think? Without you know, abbreviate. Uh, I think it's FFS.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I
3: like
5: that. Yeah, let's go with that.
0: Yeah, you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <Thank laughs> Eric.
5: Nice all arounder. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna start saying that in real life. Thank
0: Eric. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, okay? who was the first to say it? I think it was at Mando, and then well, apparently they said, said it in
1: like- season one. Oh, really? Yeah, that's I didn't catch it, but now they've used
4: it a lot in this
1: season.
0: Yeah, it's painfully obvious now that every time they say it.
4: Yeah. Yeah, like the the volume gets real loud. Farrick, they
2: just want you to know.
1: (laughs) 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 They're trying to get everyone to say it. Like, hashtag dank ferrick. let's go. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Cody Haberland hagman thanks for your super chat. A few easy things to miss. The test tube scene plays Snoke's theme. And yep. the English audio description refers to the droids at the end as dark troopers. We caught yep. them both. We did it.
2: <laughs>
0: yep.
1: We are eagle eyed and eagle ear.
0: Professionals. Yeah.
1: Am I a professional? Yeah. <laughs> RG2088, thanks for your super chat. Do you think we could see a force ghost in the next episode that Ahsoka communes with to get info on the child? No.
0: I don't see force ghosts. Oh, that seems like
1: too much. If, like, Anakin all of a sudden (laughs) showed up in The Mandalorian, I'd be like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I feel like the show is
4: going to reveal anything Force-related in a way. Like, we're experiencing it as Din's learning. Mm. So I feel like it's going to be, like, a slow burn of learning. So, like, now now he's learned the Jedi still exist, kind of. Now he's going to go meet one that isn't really a Jedi. So that way he won't necessarily have to have, like, a real confrontational attitude necessarily does well mm-hmm. th- does he know Ahsoka isn't a real jedi I don't know no he but I
0: that. I really hope that when they meet he he is like finally I found a Jedi and she's like well I'm not really a Jedi and he's like dang it
4: meeting people he's like I keep meeting people that don't help yeah but um yeah I don't know I don't think a four I think a force goes to be so extreme uh, yeah I, agree. A yeah, I
0: agree. it's it's already gonna be quite jarring i think seeing ahsoka in live action uh i don't yeah. think they would put a force ghost on top of that
5: yeah yeah i think it's gonna definitely need a bit of a light touch because even mm, though very light. i think i guess you got to think there are people who are watching this because baby yoda and it's like they're very slowly getting into it so yeah i think if she if they like enter a room and she's talking to liam, Nees- liam neeson's ghost it's gonna be a bit weird.
0: <laughs>
4: remember who you are no but what would be great too is uh I, I kind of feel what's more gonna happen rather than like a for, like a, a force ghost is that she's gonna hopefully this doesn't happen but I feel like she's gonna like sense something bad about the child. I don't know why I have this feeling, Ooh. but she, she's gonna have like a bad a bad vibe. Feeling about this?
0: We we haven't yeah. gotten, <laughs> we haven't gotten Baby Yoda using the force for not so good yet. Like mm, doing right. any force choking and and I know Alex, you had mentioned that. You think he's gonna do something bad again, but maybe something, something worse, yeah. Even worse. <laughs> yeah.
4: So I mean, he's done some bad things this season already, but uh you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And I mean the Gate. joke scene was yeah. brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I loved
0: it. Those he's little angry nice. face. Yeah. <laughs> so good.
1: Dragonist Prime thanks for your super chat just says Maul is technically a Mandalorian that is all I don't think so he doesn't follow that creed he's he a
0: Mandalorian.
1: yeah he got some people to follow him i don't think he follows the creed at all
3: no he cares not for creeds
4: <laughs> no except for the band creed
2: yeah
4: <laughs> <Not> for- <laughs> <laughs> Nick
1: Canavan, thanks for your super chat. (laughs) Hi, guys from Ireland. Just watched the episode and wow, loved it. Probably one of my favorites of the series. And we got more scout troopers. Special shout out to ad at chat. (laughs) Cool. Hi, Uh, Flish, thanks for your super chat. At 1854, a crew member is visible in the corner.
0: Uh, Also, do you think we'll ever see
1: Mandalore in live action? Yeah, I had... Uh, was it Scotty? Scotty Jro on Twitter uh-huh. pointed that out to us.
0: <laughs> it's and everyone was saying it was like Game of Thrones, leaving the coffee cup in, just yeah. leave it. Hashtag leave it in.
4: Once you <laughs> yeah. see it, you can't not see it ever. It's so <laughs> funny because I yeah. didn't notice it for two viewings, and then I saw it on Twitter, and like I was like, yeah, now that's it. There's that. <laughs> it looks like a kid. Like, hey dad, yeah. I'm on set. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, what the heck? Oh, I wonder if they'll fix that. Like they can <laughs> yeah no, i waiting. mean I'll, yeah it's it is funny that like most likely they, they probably start but they're like leave it in yeah whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. somebody will
3: yeah. somebody will talk about it
0: yeah yeah
3: everyone's yeah. talking about it like the coffee cup but I, I i just thought of the green man in a new hope i'm just like yeah like, yeah it's a, it's a it's a body of a person like, right. and it's actually a reference
1: to a new hope we did <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: deep subtle easter egg yeah, yeah. <laughs> And last question before we wrap up here. Rage Cage says the Darksaber means nothing if not one, except when Sabine gives it to Bo-Katan in Season 4 of Rebels. Yep, that's oh, true.
3: Damn. That's, that's true. It.
1: I'm back in it.
3: <laughs> mm. Stream's back on. There are bylaws in clauses.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we, we need the legal document surrounding the Darksaber. <laughs> There's a game of chess involved now. He has to play holo Chess to win it. That'd be amazing, actually. That would be cool. We've yeah, never man. seen a full game of hollow chess. Let's do it.
1: That's true. Yeah. And uh, Brandon Holbrook, thank you for just one final super chat. Appreciate that. Uh, but it is this has been our longest stream for <laughs> this is the show, and uh, I know Molly has to get ready for her schmo stream, So we're gonna go ahead and call it a night. But uh nick sean and matt thank you so much for joining us where can everyone you. follow you on youtube twitter and so on
4: uh for me at at chat or what is it youtube.com forward slash at, at chat um and then twitter at, at chat as well and if you want to do instagram which i'm terrible at uh that is admiral piet lives because he does <laughs> it by heart sean said <laughs> no,
5: that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah find us on YouTube, Blue Bantha Milk Co. Uh, we're also on Facebook, just Blue Bantha Milk Co. Um, Twitter, Blue Bantha Milk, which Matt runs. So he runs the Twitter and I run the Facebook. It's a mix of uh, complaining about having celebration tickets getting cancelled and making antagonistic memes. Mm.
3: Uh, I think I got my ticket back, by the way, maybe. Oh, then it's maybe. only antagonistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no, i'll still be antagonistic about tickets, but that's
5: another story for another time that's it so yes check us out like subscribe comment you great nothing. uh and there link
1: to all of those uh places down in the description already uh until next week thanks so much for watching along and may the force be with you